Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. Thank you, Jesus, and glory to God. You know what? God has been good. Oh, turn the speaker off. God has been good to me. I don't know. You know, I always say it. I can't testify for you. You can't testify for me. God has been good to me. Let me tell you something. God is forcing me. He's blessing me so much. He's forcing me to bless other people. He's forcing me. I'm telling you, it is no way I cannot pass this on. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah, and thank you, Jesus. God has been extremely good to me. Pay it forward. Give it, bless somebody else. Lord, please, keep it coming. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, and keep it coming. Let's pray. Father, we just bless your name. We honor you for being such an awesome God. You have blessed us, O God, with all the spiritual blessings that we need. You have blessed us, O God, with provisions. And we praise you and we lift you up and we magnify you. You have provided protection for us. You have kept us, O God, from all hurt, harm, and danger. And those things that you have allowed to come into our lives, God, I know the enemy meant it for evil. But thank you, Jesus. You work those things out for our good and we praise you and lift you up and magnify you right now in the name of Jesus we pray oh God that as we go into this Bible study this evening God that you will just move by your spirit in a very special way open up our understanding give us revelation knowledge that again your word might sink deep into our spirit man that it might that we might get understanding and that we might fight this good fight of faith even the more, that we might be productive soldiers, oh God, that we might not just have the armor on, but that we might be doing warfare against the hand of the enemy, that you might be pleased, oh God, to send us out to the front line, that we might do serious warfare against the hand of the enemy. Thank you, dear Lord, for every weapon that you have given us, every piece of the armor, oh God. Thank you, dear Lord, for how you're opening up our understanding that we might do warfare. Now, God, we pray that as we dig into this word tonight, God, that you will open up our understanding. Help us, oh God, that we might focus and that we might be disciplined and that we might, like Sister Sharon, press our way when we even feel tired or we feel worn out or we feel distracted, that we might press our way to get your word. Your word is what we need. Your word is the answer to every problem. Your word is the solution. Your word is the light to our feet, a lamp to our path. We thank you, O God. Have your way, O God, tonight in the name of Jesus. Do it, God, to your own glory. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, God. Listen, we're still in the book. It's called A Guide to Effective and Powerful Prayer, Becoming a Prayer Warrior by Elizabeth Els, and I'm thanking God. No, if I said it too fast because you're a newcomer, let me tell you again, Becoming a Prayer Warrior. Thank you, God. We're going to talk about that warfare tonight by Elizabeth Els. That's A-L-V-E-S. A-L-V-E-S. Elizabeth Els. And, and again, I have been thoroughly enjoying this book. Um, tonight, where are we? We're on page 124 in my book. I realize that there are some different uh, 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 books out there, different, uh, what do they call it? Not copies, but uh, it's been reprinted over and over again. So, so the page number may change. So I try to give the chapter and the verse and some of the bold print. This portion of mine is Section 3, Spiritual Warfare. And under Spiritual Warfare, you have uh, Chapter 7. It's not, this is Section 3, Spiritual Warfare. Chapter 7, you are in a battle, whether you want to or not. 
whether you acknowledge it or not. You're in the battle. You're on the battlefield. So you have to determine whether you're going to be in the, on, watch this, on the battlefield without armor on, on the battlefield just standing around, looking. Uh, on, watch this, on the battlefield just getting beat up. Where, where all you have is woe is me, all you have is complaints, all you have is that you're going through life, and life, watch this, you are a Christian, and life ain't good. You are a Christian, and you still don't have understanding. You, have a, you, you are a Christian, and you're in this battle, and you're, prof, watch this, you are professing to have victory in Jesus, and yet and still, you're living a life of defeat. Where'd you go, Pastor? Did the phone go out? What, what happened? No, no, no. You've got to let that soak in. How can you be in, in Christ, who is the victor, who got up with all power, who gives you all spiritual blessings that you need in heavenly places? He's given you and equipped you, but you're living a life of defeat because this thing, Christianity has to soak down to the deeper level of your understanding where you really believe it. When you believe it, you can sit in the chair without reaching back and holding on to the arms of the chair. When I sit in this chair at the desk, I plop in it. When I sit at the chair at the table, at the dining room table, I plop. I can plop on the couch, just plop, just let myself go. Why? Because I have the confidence, good God Almighty, I have the confidence that the couch is going to hold. I have the confidence that the chair is going to hold me. I don't have to reach back for the arms. I don't have to wonder. I don't have to sit down with uh, uh, skepticism. Thank you, Holy Ghost. But when I sit, I plop, I let myself go. Well, in Christ, you've got to learn to let yourself go and know and understand. God's got me. All right, we keep it moving. Now, look, Cooper's been in the house. He ain't doing no barking, right? Now, the devil get busy and start doing all kinds of stuff. He started barking like crazy as soon as I started the Bible study. I know he better be quiet. Help me, Lord. No, don't come down here with no noise. Hush. No, I'm not letting you go. Go. Lord, have mercy. Soon as I get on a Bible study. Okay, page 124. Page 124. All right, now, we finished up. Uh Uh-oh, I'm hearing some feedback. Hold on. Let me mute, 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 mute. Amen. Now, watch this. We started, uh, we ended last week. Right there where it says, Satan and his ruling spirits. And, 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 and again, watch the focus. We're going to talk about this tonight. It is a really a battle against this spiritual darkness. Ruling spirits, spirits give specific assignments to the fallen angels. These are, or, or demons, whatever you want to call them. If you can't get with it, let me tell you something. This battle is, fruit. did it say futile? Did he say futile? It's not going to sink in. You're not going to be effective if you don't believe that there are demons or, or uh, uh, fallen angels, ruling spirits. He gives them assignments. If you can't get with that kind of understanding, let me tell you something. You're never going to be effective in spiritual warfare. This is his army. He will seek to manipulate circumstances, and people. Write it down. If you don't have a book, you better write it down. What he's doing is using circumstances, you being uh, uh, um, promoted and then demoted, and then after the demotion, you was terminated. And you're in God, and you didn't do anything wrong, and you know that they falsely accused you and didn't realize that that was a setback for a set for a propelling, watch this, propelling forward. It was a setback. It was like a, a archer pulling back the bow. So when he releases it, watch this, when he releases it, that it can fire forward even at a greater pace with more strength. So sometimes you'll see God pulls you back, Why? To let you go to propel you forward. But in the midst of us being pulled back, uh, uh, 
uh, promoted, then demoted, then terminated, and we go, oh, my God, I can't believe this, 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 this. No, when you're in God, you say, oh, my goodness, God getting ready to do something. Why? Because I know I did nothing wrong. I didn't didn't even do anything. God, help us to be faithful in the midst of you propelling us forward. That was for somebody I don't know. I don't know. Thank you, God. They will watch this. These demons in his army, they will seek to manipulate circumstances and people in order to carry out their assignments. However, as a believer, you have the power and the what? Authority to thwart their success and to destroy their assignment and curses. Acts chapter 13, verse 6 through 12. Acts chapter 13, verses 6 through 12. A study of Scripture indicates that Satan has delegated spiritual rulers to to be in charge of what? Countries and geographical areas. Right? Countries and geographical areas. So you will find out that, again, this is warfare, and Satan is taking it very, very seriously. Many times the believer is not taking it serious, but Satan is taking it very serious. It says, read Ezekiel 28 and Daniel chapter 9 and chapter 10. You've got to read that for examples of how strongholds operate over geographical areas. Keep in mind that the spiritual warfare takes place in the heavenlies. So now when you start to think about it, that's why I'm saying when we pray, please never start to limit or, thank you, Holy Ghost, or minimize God. Sometimes, again, in your mind, as big and expansive as you can be when it concerns God, that's what you have to do. You have to be that expansive when it comes to God. When it comes to God, you've got to be that expansive. So, so and, and again, when I purchase the, the map of the world and, and I put it, I only put it in front, good God Almighty, thank you, God. I put it up in front of the desk because I was going to use it during seminars for another purpose. The purpose was not to put it in front of me as a prayer guide. The whole map of the world in front of me. Why? Because when you deal with God, you listen, you're not dealing with God Almighty. Thank you, God. You're not dealing with your home only. You're not dealing with your home only. Watch this. You're not dealing with your community. We're dealing with some stuff in Ward 7 and Ward 8. I'm not talking about, because Washington, D.C. is small. I'm not talking about uh, um, Washington, D.C., because that's small. It's, that city is small. Compared to many cities, that is a small city. I'm not talking about just war. I'm not talking about your home. I'm not talking about Ward 7 or 8, and that's where the church is, Ward 7. I think it's Ward 7, and, and now we're going to pray for the entire ward. Listen, I never limit God. And in your mind, you've got to understand the magnificence of the God that you serve. That way, when you have power, listen, if in your mind you are dealing with only your household, you're praying, Father, for my wife in the name of Jesus, my children, God, my husband, Father, my husband, my husband, my husband. Listen, my, my, the God I serve, if I'm, I've said it so many times, I'll keep saying it until everybody in the study gets it. Listen, when I pray for the men of Watch this. The men of God all over this world. The God I serve. This is what Jesus said. Who, who, he said, he said um, what, did, what did he say? Oh, you're, you're, you're not going to answer me? Don't you know who I am? He says, listen, you can't do anything to me. If I wanted to right now, I could call legions. You've got to understand, he was the first out of many. So now he is a representation of what we should be doing. And when it comes to warfare, listen, the gloves are off now. 
And and the legions of angels that you can, he says one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. So what happens? You are a warrior for God. You are a warrior. But here it is. You're you're dealing with like uh, uh, maybe uh, two or three demons that's been assigned. Okay, maybe fifty. Fifty demons have been assigned to your household, maybe to your mate, and you're praying and spending a bunch of time on just your mate as if you don't have. He said one can put a thousand to flight. So when the demons attack, listen, they got to deal with the expansiveness of what God has put in us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Keep it moving. So please read Ezekiel chapter 28, Daniel chapter 9, and chapter 10. These demons have been assigned to geographical areas, and the fight is going on in heavenly places. And when I look up at that map, I look not only at that map, but the universe around it, because, again, these are heavenly places where the spiritual uh, prayer is going up to bless the ministry, to bless this household. And when I say bless this household, listen, I'm talking about my, my entire family. My families are scattered, some in Oklahoma, some down in Florida or or North Carolina, South Carolina, wherever they may be. Watch this. Texas. They could be in New York, wherever, New Jersey, wherever they at. Father, when I ask them, the protection over my family, I call the Peterson family. In the name of Jesus. Yes, I got to do warfare. But then when I start talking about the body of Christ, that's doing warfare all over the world. If the body of Christ could get to the mindset that you are having impact all over this world by your prayers alone. And when the whole body, see, again, we are, we are, we are um, oh, I didn't get that word. We are, thank you, Holy Spirit, fragmented. We are fragmented. So you got one person with this uh, isolated, um, my family only prayer. You got another one that can expand that to Ward 7. You got another one that can expand it to uh, uh, Washington, D.C. You got another one that can expand it to uh, the DMV, the District of Columbia, Maryland, and Virginia. You got another one that can go East Coast. You see what I'm saying? You have got to get to the place where you are a warrior over the entire expansive uh, uh, warfare area that God has given us. And what is that? That's the entire world. And when, and in particularly when we start getting into the spirit, let me tell you, you're lending your spirit to the spirit of God. Those two talk to each other, and you don't understand it in the natural. It said they're fighting in the heavenlies, but the effects of the warfare are seen here on earth. Yes, we're fighting in the heavenly. Yes, you're binding and loosing in the spirit, and you'll see the impact in this earth realm. All right? Jump over to the top of page uh, 125, second paragraph. Sometimes later the evangelists learn that groups of Christians in the second province had been binding the forces of darkness in their area and praying for the gospel to go forward. So you got one area that was being attacked where, where you went in and you was trying to share the good news, and guess what? That's at the bottom of 124. And, and you're not, you're being attacked. It seems like you can't get anything through. Then you go right across the street. This is when you start dealing with the geographical areas. You go right across the street, same kind of people. Same earth, it ain't like you went to another earth, and you're getting breakthrough. And that's why I say sometimes, you know, it's, it's challenging because you have to discipline yourself. But when we come in the church, I, I, it's warfare time. It's a worship time. It's the word time. Here it is. It's a warfare time. It's worship time. It's the word time. Many times, folks want to use it for socializing. Soon as we walk in the door, let me tell you something, that's Pentecostals and holiness. And that's why each, some, sometimes you look at the different denominations and they all have those little things about them where you say, you know what, I like that about them. Because when they walk in the door, matter of fact, I've been around some um, holiness folks, some Pentecostal folks, and I'm telling you, everything they do, 
they stir that gift up. And, and again, it's not time for me to judge, oh, well, I don't think they're real. I think they're just being loud. And I just, No, 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 I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not the judge. I'm saying they stir their gift up. And when it comes to us, when we come in, listen, you know folks gone through that week, and we're getting ready to come to church. You come in the door, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. I bless your name, O oh God, for bringing us here. We pray, O oh God, for breakthrough in this place today. When I say in this place today, in the body of Christ. Now, sometimes, like they did on, on this, uh, the top of page 125, you'll find that God will direct you to pray for one specific area. Listen, there's some warfare that needs to be done for the church today. So I'm calling out Mount Enon, but then I'm calling out the body of Christ. I'm calling out churches where the gospel, not, not just every church, but where the gospel, I'm talking true and re, I'm, the real revelation of God is being preached where the word of God is going forward. Father, I'm praying for churches. If he gives you an assignment for a particular area, listen, you've got to have that ear that hears God and prays the way you pray the way that he directs. It says because of their spiritual warfare, the work of the evangelist was fruitful, but apparently no one was waging warfare on behalf of the first province, which was right across the street. And resistance to the gospel was very strong. So when you see that, again, a marriage that is under attack and they can't get breakthrough, it may take you to be specific. Hear from God. Otherwise, guess what? God says that we got big work to do for the body of Christ. Daniel chapter 10, verse number 12 and 13. Daniel chapter 10, verse number 12 and 13, where you send the prayers up, and when the prayers goes up, you know that there's warfare, that those prayers got to get up to the throne of God. The answer's got to come back down, all right? Daniel influenced the entire nation of Israel through his what? Fasting and persistence in prayer. And we're going to talk about that, persistent in prayer, where it's not just a sometime thing where, okay, this day was a good prayer and that day was a... No, no, no. You stir it up. Come on, saints. Stir up your gift of prayer. Get your emotion involved into it. No, see it in your mind that we're doing warfare and that we are on one accord and that the body of Christ is being enlightened right now in the name. Watch this. In the midst of the Bible study, and pastor, sometimes it seems like he migrates into a prayer. Soon as you hear me migrating into the prayer, listen, everybody's line is muted. And the next thing you know, for that few seconds or that few minutes, we go into prayer. Oh, prayer must be structured this way. You've got to be home by yourself. You've got to be in your bedroom. You cannot pray in the living room. You definitely can't pray in the kitchen. There's too many distractions. You can't pray in the bathroom. You've got to pray in your bedroom, and it's got to be on the side of your bed. You need to be on your knees. You need to bow your head. You need to fold your hands like it shows on the pictures, the praying picture hands. Listen, there is no... There is no specific. You can be walking in the, in the kitchen. You can be in the bathroom, using the bathroom, and you go into prayer. You've got to know that God is listening. And when he prompts you to pray, you don't know. That person in North Carolina needs your prayer, and they, listen, they may not need it tomorrow. Thank you, God. They may not need it tomorrow. They need that prayer right now. I get calls every now and then, and it says, hey, pray for me. I'm going through something. Pray for me. And at that moment, watch this. Even, watch this, God is so good. Sometimes it may not. Matter of fact, Deacon Shepherdson is one that will tell me, you know something? Last night, so-and-so was on my mind. I may call and say, guess what, so-and-so going through. Wow, last night, so-and-so was on my mind. What happens? The Holy Spirit 
intervenes where a person may be so beat down in the spirit that they don't reach out for help. The Holy Spirit will say, guess what? They ain't going to hear, and they're not going to listen if I tell them, so I need to tell somebody, pray right now in the name of Jesus. Here you go. Somebody, oh, you know, so-and-so was on my mind. I was just thinking about them. Okay, what did you do? They were on your mind. What did you do? You are a spiritual person. You are a spiritual warrior, and they were on my mind. No. If they are on your mind, thank you, God, like Deacon Shepherdson, say, you know what? I was praying. Not just they came on my mind, but I was praying for them. I prayed for so-and-so. You know something? I was just praying about that situation. Somebody been praying about the finances at, at, at Mount Enon. I picked up this guy. I'm talking to him. And he says, oh, do you have a card? What are you guys doing? What kind of work do y'all do? Well, give me a card. Because God told me to write a check. And I didn't know who I was going to write the check to, but now I know. Where do I send it to, 329? Oh, okay. All right, I just got to be looking out for a check. What? See, when you start praying, you've got to understand, God will send you to the water to open the fish's mouth, and there's coins. You're going to get what you need out of the mouth of the fish. It was unusual, but it's coming. And that's the way this church, this, this branch of Zion, that one little building, when it comes to the biggest body of Christ, the, the bigger body of Christ, that one little building, that's how it happens. People just give, give, give. Go to the website www.me, that's Mary Edward Mary, M-E-M-B Church, and make, watch this, and make a donation, M-E-M-B Church, dot O-R-G. Go there and make a donation. Now, I'm going to tell you why. Because what we're doing, people are blessing. They're being blessed, but they don't give. When you give, you'll find out. And be obedient. It may be $5. It may be $10. It may be more. The key is, for one, I'm asking because we need to test out this, uh, this app to find out whether it works properly or not and to make sure there's no glitches. And if it does have glitches, please call me, text me, or tell me uh, what, what the problem is that you had. But in order for ministry to go forward, again, these are avenues to be obedient. Now, what, what I'm asking is, again, you to listen to God. It's not about you will find out. It's not about the money because God whispers when and how much. The key is your blessing is in your obedience. And that's why, again, that's how I opened the, the call up. I'm being blessed so much. I'm blessing and blessing and blessing. I'm blessing unexpectedly. Why? Because that's how God is blessing me. And he is blessing those. This, this whole thing is a journey. Here it is. Your spiritual, your spiritual warfare is getting increased by your level of obedience. Thank you, God. By your level of of obedience. When you're obedient, then God knows when it comes to a warfare, when it comes to him being able to, to use you, no matter what he asks you to do, that you do it. So when you fail in the smaller things, here it is, a karate kid, wax on, wax off. He was waxing the car. When you wax the car uh, with your right hand, you motion clockwise. When you wax it with your left hand, you motion in a circular motion counterclockwise. Wax on, wax off. Those were minor things. He said, what does this have to do with karate? He said, keep waxing the car. Wax on, wax off. Then when it came to him practicing the karate, he would say, wax on, throw a punch. He would motion clockwise and block the punch. The same, watch this, the same motion that he was waxing the car. He would throw another punch. He would say, wax off. He would motion, he would motion um, the wax off counterclockwise and block the punch. 
God does the exact same thing. And minor things, it may be, again, helping us to test out our Givelify app, going on the website, mbmbchurch.org, and giving. Now, again, you say, Pastor, you sound like the TV ministers. You sound like, guess what? Don't go there in your mind. Y'all already know me. Thank you, Jesus. The key is that the teaching tool is the blessing in obedience. This whole thing, watch this. The whole thing is about you being obedient. You're, the whole thing is about you being able to hear the voice of God. My sheep hear my voice, and they don't follow other people. They don't follow other voices. They don't even follow their own voice because sometimes your voice will mess you up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm moving on. Watch this. We did that, Daniel chapter 10, verse number 3. We did that. Uh, being uh, Daniel influenced the entire nation, the entire nation, the entire nation of Israel through his fasting and persistent prayer. Drop down. Where, where occult activities is strong, you are also dealing with spirits of deception, control, and seduction. Help us, God. I'm at the last, I'm in that last, right? The matter of fact, the second to the last paragraph, the bottom, the last sentence. First John chapter 8, I'm going to look at that one. First John chapter 8, 218. Looking at it in the easy to read. Uh, am I, nope, I'm not there. Here we go. One, John, what did I say? 218? 218. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Here we go. Excuse me, y'all. Y'all know about my allergies. I apologize. Here we go. In the easy-to-read uh, translation, it says here, don't follow the enemy of Christ. Don't follow the enemy of Christ. Verse number 18, my dear children, the end is near. You have heard that the enemy of Christ is coming. And now many enemies, when it comes to the Antichrist, it's enemies of Christ are already here. You, you're talking about an Antichrist, and the Antichrist is going to come to power, and you feel, you know, you get all twisted about the Antichrist. He said, listen, there's many enemies of Christ already here. So we know that the end is near. When you know it, that's what makes it intensifies your awareness of the, the warfare that we're in. In an area, last paragraph, in an area where there are many churches, but much conflict among the leaders and members, and I see it all the time, all you got to do is get some leaders together or some pastors together, and you'll see how the enemy comes in and, and, and starts to divide. This is the body of Christ where you should be working together. And if anybody can work together, it should be our leaders. If anybody can work together, it should be our pastors. And you'll see how the enemy gets in and he divides. The Holy Spirit may reveal to you that the problem is a religious spirit ruling over that area. So he's attacking always leaders, 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 along with the spirit of strife and contention and self-righteousness. Discerning the spirits responsible, responsible for a given problem, if indeed evil spirits are responsible, will make, you, make your intercession more specific and more effective. So when you recognize that that's what's going on, you can direct your prayer that way. Flip over, page 126 at the top. It is important to discern, to perceive, to recognize the, watch this, patterns and cycles. You see some people, every time it comes the summertime, the guy across the street used to live right across the street. During the winter, he was fine. Soon as spring came, as soon as spring came, this was a guy, he started putting on women's clothes. He was fine during the winter. But as soon as the spring came, he started dressing up like a woman. It's a cycle. You start seeing the patterns. You start seeing that a person starts to do different things at different times. You'll find out that warfare is going on, and it is a cycle. And then you can prepare for your attack against the enemy. 
when the enemy comes in these cycles and these patterns, you can prepare the battle better when you see the patterns and the cycles. Help us, God. For some period, watch this, for some periods of time, there have been strong attacks against marriages among spiritual leaders. Intercessors, this is what we should should serve as watchmen on the wall. Watch this. Good news translation, is that in, yep, that's in the Bible gateway. Here we go. Look at Isaiah, I-F, go down, bam, 62, and look at 6-7. Good news translation. This, will, this is what we're supposed to be doing as the, as the warriors, watchmen on the wall. On your wall, on your walls, Jerusalem. I have placed sentries, all right? When it comes to, it says, watchmen, sentries. They must never be silent, day or night. They must remain, thank you, God. They must remind the Lord, they must remind the Lord of his promise and never let him forget them. See, that's why I said the way you're going to pray. And can I give you all the, the testimony? It has been difficult. So all I've been doing probably for about the last two years, I've really migrated to just praying all the time, a whole lot throughout the day, two and three, four and five, six and seven times, the, the Lord's Prayer, our Father which art in heaven prayer, just praying the Lord's Prayer. And, and again, when I think about, Lord, what's this new prayer? What's this new prayer? Today was the very first day when Copas and I prayed, as, you know, when we get ready to go to work. When I prayed, I not only just prayed the Lord's Prayer, but guess what? He gave me another prayer of thanksgiving, watch this, and promise claiming prayer. Thanking God for the promises that he's given us for protection, provisions, love, whatever it is, care. Um, um, nurturing, whatever it is, and then when it comes to warfare, claiming the promise, Father, I thank you for going before us today and making a way. I think, watch this, it is claiming that God has already promised he's going to do it, so you start thanking him for doing that. I thank you for being in the workplace today and creating peace, and watch this, not just for me, but for the body. If he tells you for you, please hear me loud and clear. If he says pray it over your job, if he says pray it over the Verizon store or over the uh, industrial bank, wherever you work, if he says it, please be obedient. That's why I said it's all about obedience. It's all about you hearing his voice. If he says that's needed and some warfare needs to be there, maybe all thousand of the ones that you're going to put the flight, good God Almighty. If every last one of them is right there on your job because there's somebody there that's filled with legions of demons, then please be obedient. However, the majority of the time when it comes to us as believers, leave it expansive. Know the great God that you serve, that he's got all power in his hand. All right? So your, your, the prayer is, thank you, Lord, that you are using your prayer in full knowledge of the promises of God. I'm going to read it again. Here it is. This is what it said in the, in the Word. It's, it, and this is the Good News Translation, Isaiah chapter 62, help me God, 6 and 7. You better help me God. They must remind the Lord of his promises and never let him forget them. They must give him no rest until he restores Jerusalem and makes it a city the whole world praises. I have set a watchman upon the walls on Jerusalem, which, which shall never hold their peace day and night, yet that makes mention, yet that make mention of the Lord Keep not silent and give him no rest. Talking about the believer to the Lord. Give him no rest till he establish and till he make Jerusalem a praise 
in the earth. Now, what are we doing? We're asking God, Lord, and that's why I'm saying, let that will be done. And have, That's the majority of our prayer until God says, listen, pray for that community. Pray for California or pray for Hades or pray for your job. Pray for your mate. Matter of fact, call your mate out. Whatever God says do, you got to be in tune to his voice. My sheep hear my voice and they follow what I say. Come on. What are you thinking about? He said, my sheep hear my voice. So you're thinking about uh, walking around in the grass and eating grass? When you hear that, my sheep hear my voice, and that's what they do. What comes to mind when you hear my sheep? What comes to mind is that you know when the request is made, hey, we are going out in the community on Father's Day, and we need clothing, clothing and particularly for men, but clothing. When you hear it, and you say, you know what, that thing resonated with me, and I know my father has a lot of um, clothes. You go over your father's house, and you get those clothes. Oh, my brother, I know my brother lost a lot of weight, and, and he's getting ready to get rid of those clothes. So I'm going to um, get those clothes from him to give away because it resonated with you. My sheep hear my voice. And they follow. Listen, when you bless, you're going to find out God brings more blessings to you to get blessings through you. And I can trust you that when I give it to you, you're not going to consume it in yourself. So all this that I give you, I'm giving it to you so you can consume it and keep it all to yourself. Help me, Holy Ghost. Come on, drop down. Uh, All right. Nope, nope, nope. Stay right here. It says, uh, the armor described in Ephesians chapter 6. Did I finish? Hold on. Where am I? Help me, God. Oh, did the page turn? No, no, no. It's right here. Okay, good, good, good. I didn't looked over. Help me, God. Watchman on the wall, top of page 126. It says here, and to lend their support by praying for those on the front lines of ministry. So again, this is what the warrior is doing. Right before we go get into putting on the whole armor of God, the spiritual armor of God, what we're supposed to be doing is again. Sometimes the the word that's going and and, and if you're not if you're not in tune to the voice of God, when God says pray for intercessors, pray for when God when God says pray for uh, people that are let's say. If they are what, missionaries, and all of a sudden God says pray for missionaries, if he says pray for missionaries, the thing about it is if you're so consumed, thank you, Holy Ghost, you're so consumed with your own these four and no more, your family line, your family tree, your job, you can't hear missionaries. That's when they say, my sheep hear my voice. It's not about wandering around in grass or up on a mountainside watching out for wolves. I'm talking literal wolves. No, it's watching out for demons and devils, wolves in sheep clothing. All right? So, again, praying for those when you hear it on the front line. Now, this next section, which I thought I was going to be there by now. I thought I would be there by 730 or 742, and I'm just now getting into Put on your spiritual armor, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. When you start to engage in this spiritual battle, it is wise to be acquainted with the armor of God. It says in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Come on. You, you got to highlight it. You got to write it down. You better put some numbers beside it, quotes around it. Be strong, watch this, in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Now, again, you can stay right there for a little while and really meditate on that. It's really all about God. It's the God. Mary Mary got the song, it's the God in me or the God in you. I think it's the God in you. It's the God in you. And the God in you, over and over again, it's the God in me. I don't know which one it is. I can't think about it right now. But, it, but, but it's the God in the believer. It is the God in the believer. So it says, put, be strong 
in the Lord and in the power of his might. So when you start operating, that's why I'm saying you've got to expand your level of power when it comes. I'm not operating in my own strength. I'm operating in the strength of God. It says put on the full armor of God. So there it is, one, two, three. Number one, uh, strong in the Lord. Number two, in the power, in the strength of his might. Number three, put on the full armor of God. So it's really about you being able to tap your mind into, I'm not operating in my own strength. I'm operating in the strength of God. The armor is really putting on Christ. It's getting a mindset that, guess what? I'm operating like Christ in this world. If you don't get it, then you ain't going to never do the things that you're supposed to be doing in the spirit. If you don't get it, then you're never going to do the things that you're supposed to be doing in the spirit. If you don't get it, if you don't start operating, watch this, in the Lord, in his might of God, then you're never going to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. If you look at it in the easy-to-read translation, uh, and I haven't even gone there yet, and I'm talking about easy-to-read. Let's go Ephesians chapter 6. 10, did I do that right? Yes, I did. Uh, Through what? 18? All right, easy to read. Thank you, Lord. It says, to end the letter, I tell you, be strong in the Lord and in his great power. Wear the full armor of God. Wear wear God's armor so that you can, when it says stand, we did this before, I'm going to do it again, fight. No, 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 you're not just standing there. Sometimes, you know, you, uh, a particular person can stand, and you go, wow, I ain't even messing with them. Because they're just standing there. They ain't doing nothing. They're not wear, waving no sword. They don't have a gun. They're just big, or they just, you know they can fight. They're muscular. Whatever it is, they can just stand there, and ain't nothing going to happen. The enemy is not like that. The enemy can see you standing, and he's going to wreak havoc in your life if you let him. It says, no, 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 it's not just standing. This is a fight that you may be able to fight, that you can fight against the devils. Watch this. It calls it clever tricks. That's how I like it. Listen, sometimes you get scared because it says put on the whole armor of God. Uh, where? Wow, that you may stand against the wows, the wows of the devil. No. They're clever tricks. And if you are, watch this, if you've got that revelation knowledge where God is giving you understanding, you know it ain't nothing but tricks. The devil is playing games, and I'm talking literal games, and we are falling for it. The falling for it has to stop. If you're going to fight this warfare, you, the enemy winds up using the, the warriors of God against other warriors of God. Help me, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No, no, no. You've got to stand against the enemy and know it ain't nothing but clever tricks. Help me, Lord. Here we go. Uh, go back to the easy to read. Here we go. It says, wear, God, wear God's armor so that you can fight against the devil's clever tricks. Our fight is not against people on earth. See, it says flesh and blood. It's not against people. And as long as you keep, listen, I've said it a hundred times and I'll say it a hundred times more. As long as you keep your mind on people where you're consuming yourself, I don't care if it's one person, this person did this one thing and it is consuming your thoughts. You can, listen, I said, you know what? It was unusual to me. I didn't get the revelation until late in life where the people said you were in my prayers and in my thoughts. And I was like, you know, back in the day I was listening to say, well, why in the world? I don't care if I'm in your thoughts. You're thinking about me. What does that mean? You don't know how powerful the being is that God made you. Your thoughts are powerful. The Bible says as a man thinketh, so is he. The, listen, your thoughts has a capability of transforming not only you, not only the atmosphere, but people around you. Your thoughts have the capability of causing things that you think about to be drawn to you, the law of attraction. 
That's how powerful your thoughts are. So when you consume yourself with this confusing thought, listen, I'm not talking just oscillating. You know how I talk about the oscillating fan from the left to the right to the left to the right to the left to the right, and it just goes back and forth. No, no, no. You're talking confusion. Where, where the fans stop him, the fan lean back, the fans, listen, it's confusing. Your, your, head, your head is like a bowl of spaghetti. You can't tell where the spaghetti end and the spaghetti begin. You can't tell one spaghetti strand from another one. That's a, your head has got to be focused, and your thoughts are powerful, and we get into it, maybe not this week, but we're going to get into the discipline of your thoughts. Certain things, no, 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 I'm not going there. Yes, I was under attack. I believe it was yesterday. Next thing you know, this perverted thought and that crazy thought and this crazy thought come into mind, and guess what? You, when you discipline yourself, you know exactly how to handle it. The enemy will back up off of me. Why? Because I'm going in the spirit to do warfare against him. And if you don't know to do it, if you don't know to practice to do it and discipline yourself, the next thing you know, the enemy is with these, what, what do they call it? They call it clever tricks. Evil, the devil's evil tricks. He takes those evil tricks. Watch this. In the middle of the battle, uh, if you ever watch Jackie Chan, one of his, some of his movies, some of the fighting that he does, it's, it, it's comical. He does really crazy stuff. He may take a, um, a, a table napkin, the cloth one, and throw it in the person's face. When he throws it in their face, then he, the person's coming at him, they can't see. He steps aside and trips them up. He didn't use a gun. He didn't use a sword. The person falls. When they fall, they were at the top of the steps. He moved out the way, tripped them up. They fell down the steps. It's games. But guess what? When you fall down the steps, in the movies, they get right up. But in, in life, if the enemy tricks you, some of the stuff that's going on in your life, let me tell you something, it will hurt you with his little tricks because you fail for it. Help me, God. Here we go. Going back to the, going back, did I read what I was supposed to read? Do, 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 do. Yeah, stand with fight. Okay. Now, verse number 12, um, you're not fighting against people. Nope, I, I'm in the wrong book. Help me, Lord. All right. So we put on the whole armor that you fight against this clever trips. You're not fighting against people on earth. We are fighting against the rulers and the authorities and the powers of this world's darkness. Let it soak in. Let it soak in. This is what you're fighting against. So you got to understand, it's unseen. You ain't never, I don't know, maybe you can text me or, or email me, call me, let me know. I've never seen, watch this, I've never seen rulers and authorities and the powers of this world's dark. I've never seen them. I'm never, watch this, I've never seen them in the spirit. I don't see demons. I, some people say, well, you know what, I saw this demon. The demon was over the head. You know, he had this. I never seen them. I don't know how they look. And I'm definitely not using the pitchfork and the horns and the pointy tail. I'm not using that. I don't play with my mind like that. But what I have seen is I've seen some people, good God Almighty, possessed by those demons. So we're fighting in the spiritual realm, but what happens with these evil tricks is that they get people to do their dirty work. The authorities and the powers of this world's darkness. We are fighting against the spiritual powers of evil in heavenly places. That's verse number 12. Moving on down. That is why you need to get God's what? Full. Somebody say full. His full armor. And one thing you don't want to be is in the battle with partial armor on. You want to be in the battle, all you got is a sword. Oh, yeah, I got the sword, though, and I'm so good, I can kill. Listen, you'll get a demon that will come up behind you and chop your head off or smack you in the top of your head and you don't have your helmet on. 
that'll stab you right in your chest. You could have really done good work, but guess what? You didn't have, watch this, this is what the Bible says, the full armor. Don't go out with not one area uncovered that God said needs to be covered with this armor. The full armor, then on the day of evil, you will be able to stand strong. And when you have finished the whole fight, you will stand, will still be standing. And what we do, guess what? you got to get into the entire armor of God. So, again, every, each and every day, and we're going to get into it next week, it says here, finally be strong in the Lord and in the, in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God. We did that, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. That's in the book on page 126. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against powers, against the world's forces of darkness, against spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. Place, therefore, the full armor of God that you will be able to resist the evil. See, again, I don't know. What's your craving? What's your craving? What's the thing that sometimes all you got to do is think about it? I don't know what it is. Okay, I'm going to use potato chips. Okay, I'm going to use drinking. Okay, watch this. I'm going to use prescription drugs. When you know you don't, watch this. You know you don't need them, but you're taking them. Why? Because that's the way the enemy tricks you. You know you don't need it, but you take them. A drink. Smoke, whatever it is, you got to understand the enemy whispers, and many times we take the bait. Watch this. We, this the Holy Spirit just dropped it in me. We're fishing for men. Listen, he's fishing for a body. He's fishing for somebody that he can use so he can distract other folks in the body. And you got to recognize when people that are supposed to be Christians are being used by the enemy to try to distract you. Excuse me, smack dead in service, in church service. Here it is, you're supposed to be singing or you're supposed to be praying, and the enemy makes you overly concerned about something small. Okay, let me give you an example. I'm going to end, end with this example. We were at Uplift Baptist Church enjoying a very powerful service. And one thing that I really do not like is distractions during worship service, no matter what it is. This time, it was a moth, a moth flying around while the people were singing. The moth was up by right where the singer was singing. I was hoping that that moth did not fly down right by the singer while they were singing. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Took my mind away. So immediately, this is what I thought. You talk about the law of attraction, it, it, it worked full force. While they were singing, I said, Where, what do I have? I found a, a fan, and this was a sturdy fan. You know how you had a flimsy fan? This was a sturdy fan. Long story short, the moth winds up coming over by me. I wanted to stand up and not have to do a lot of swiping, you know, swinging and missing and distract the service. When he came over by me, I stood up, whap, and smacked him right up against the wall. I smacked him so hard he stuck to the wall. He stuck to the wall. So when I looked and I saw him stuck on the wall, I walked over very quickly. This thing happened within seconds. Pow! Saw him, walked over, swoop. When I scraped him off the wall to knock him on the floor and stomp him and get back into the service, um, whoa, I didn't see where he went when I scraped him to the floor. So I sat back down. When I sat back down, I looked over at the wall, and it appeared that when I scraped him off the wall, I literally scraped paint off of the wall. I was so distracted. I kept looking at that scratched off spot, and I was so distracted. I couldn't keep worshiping. I said, no, I didn't mess that up, because I don't like the church to be defaced. 
I don't like broken stuff in the church. I don't like dirty stuff in the church. I don't like old beat up stuff in the church. And I definitely don't want that scrape off the wall that I did. I was distracted. I'm thinking about how I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay for that wall, the whole wall if I have to. And I was thinking about we're in worship service, and I'm just looking at that wall, and I'm saying, Lord, have mercy. Long story short, watch this. Go to find out that little area that was scraped off was not from me. When I asked Pastor Hughes, he said, no, that's been there. That came because that picture, you see that picture right below it? That was, uh, that's the spot where the picture was being hung up. When I sat back down, see, when I scraped it, I didn't look right where I scraped it. When I looked back over, that's when I saw the scrape, but it distracted me. Guess what? The enemy. Right there in worship over something small that I did not even do. You got to watch the tricks of the enemy to just distract you so you won't do what you're supposed to be doing. Watch this. Worshiping. Warring. As a warrior. And the word. Amen. God bless you, saints of God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for uh, participating. And God willing, I'll talk to you on next week. Uh, That's the 8th, and that'll be the 15th. Amen. God bless you. Have a good evening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.